everyone, and welcome to Real Life Mom Friends. I am Natasha, and I just like to chat with two of my super best real life mom friends, Tassie. Hey, guys. And Jenny. Hello, hello. (laughs) So today, you guys, uh, we are going to talk about food, how we do food. And one thing I was thinking, so we're all pretty much stay-at-home moms, and I feel like for a lot of stay-at-home parents or you know, moms, the job of dinner and kind of food prep falls on our shoulders because we're the ones that are home and around the food. So, but the other thing that I was thinking is that there are times when we like are nailing it and we're getting like those amazing yummy foods on the table at a good time consistently. And then just like life and the ebbs and flows of life, we have times when we're not as successful at being consistent with feeding our families. And so <laughs> I kind of want you guys to just think for a second and come up with when you were like nailing it and you were like, dude, I'm super mom, even if it's for like this three day strike where I did it, <laughs> what helped you be successful in like meal prep or getting like the family to eat together or what like anything that has to do with food like what has been successful for you guys well I feel like I am very successful when I meal plan like when I have everything like my meals planned out and I go shopping and I only go shopping once like if I if I'm like oh I'll just buy the rest of the meals food next like in a few days then I don't do as well. Like I have to buy everything all at once and have it organized and then like know where everything is. Or if I'm not really paying attention to my pantry or my refrigerator and I'm not um, writing down what we're going to eat, then it usually turns out that we eat popcorn popcorn every meal. (laughs) (laughs) You know what, Tassie? I think that I totally get that this just this weekend so Stephen and I have been trying to like really budget our money and see where our money goes and so we were sitting down and we were looking for at like all of our April like money and where it went and so we'd budgeted so much for groceries and I went way over (laughs) my grocery allowance (laughs) and part of the reason was there were things that happened in April that I did not register like oh we'll want extra food so we had general conference right and so that's a weekend when you your your whole family is like together at home the whole time and it's almost like a little like church of the Jesus Christ Latter-day Saints like holiday Right? Because you're home Mm -hmm. and you're like, anyway, so we do a bunch of snack foods and like different exciting foods for that. And so I was like, oh, I didn't plan for that in advance. And then we had Easter and I didn't really plan for that. And then my mom came to visit and I wanted to make her some yummy food, you know. And so Mm -hmm. we were looking at our budget and I realized that I had gone to the store like in one week, four different times. And, and when you do that, you spend so much, so money much extra and you get like so much random junk. Yeah. And so, and so if you don't meal plan, like if I, like you were saying, like you plan it out, go once, not only do you know what you're eating that week and you're not like, Oh, what are we going to do? I don't know. I'll run to the store and find something. You're saving money at the same time because every time I go to the store, I grab other things also. And so. Anyway, so I think that that is a really big 
thing to focus on. And that's been my goal for like next month. I was like, I am going to do a really good job at menu planning and knowing what I'm like needing for the week and then just trying to shop once instead of just going back because I haven't planned in advance. Mm-hmm. Right. What else? Other wins, other things that have helped, even in like, do you have any tips on how you meal plan that have been successful? I try to use up um, things that need to be used right away. Like if we have leftover chicken, I'll try to do like a chicken salad or tacos or something with that. Yeah. Awesome. Where you kind of use I also... Do you do that thing where you kind of use the same ingredients for the whole week? No. No? Okay. So just whatever is like needing... Whatever is going to go bad first, you make sure to meal plan based on that. Yeah. And I'm the type of person where I can't eat the same thing multiple days in a row. So mm-hmm. it has to be like something different every day. And I hate kid food. It drives me crazy. <laughs> no so chicken nuggets I tr- for Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> no. So I really try to like plan meals that I know my whole family will like and my girls especially will like. And that are like baby friendly because that's where I'm at right now. But that I know they will eat because I don't want anything to go to waste. You know? Totally. Totally. One way. Something I do. Oh, no, go for it. Something I do for like budgeting and to not get a bunch of junk at the store because I'm an impulse buyer too. Is we do the order pickup. And we usually shop from Fry's, so there's like a $5 fee. But you order everything that you need online, and then they bring it out to you. So you don't step foot into the store, so all of that is eliminated. All of that, you know. And it's amazing. They will like, Mm -hmm. I've done it once with my foot being broken, and it is awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and as a mom who shops with so many little kids, like not having to deal with that in the store is also pretty amazing. (laughs) Yeah. It's true. I love it. That is helpful. Plan ahead. Let someone else gather all your supplies and bring them to your car. <laughs> oh, I just got um, Jamie Oliver's new cookbook. It's like five ingredients, something. But all, every single recipe is five ingredients with the exception of like salt and pepper and oil and some other like staples. But they're all really fast too. That's so awesome. that's nice because and it's I, not weird, strange ingredients either. Yeah, that's kind that's of a nice. big deal to me when I'm looking for cookbooks is like buying cookbooks where they have the same things in their pantry that I have because I'm not going to go out and buy weird ingredients. And that's what I was going to say. Jamie Oliver is really good at like eat your vegetables, but like having normal ingredients also. So... Mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. a good one I should check that out yeah I have a book that I use all the time I wish I remembered the name but it's like 30 minute meals four week meal plan and it's clean eating so like mm-hmm. it's like everything's pretty healthy the way I like like and I feel good and I feel like that book because it, then it's like it's a meal plan so it'll be like okay use your chicken with this and then it's like okay save your chicken for a few days and do this with your hamburger or like so it like really gives you the game plan and everything's kind of cheap. So it's really, yeah. and my family seems to like most of the food. Like 
And I, I've gone through the meal plan a few months already now. So it's like, we know our wins. We know our, the things that we don't like in the, the book, but. So it's an actual meal that. plan. Like, yes. Oh, that's I nice. love. It. Like, I feel like meal plans. Like if I feel like all cookbooks should be meal plans. <laughs> right? Just cause yeah. it's so user friendly and it just makes so much sense. Cause it's like, with cookbooks, it's like, oh, well, there's the chicken section and here's the like hearty meat section and here's the pasta where like when it's a meal plan, they give you the variety and you just kind of, it's like, this is what you buy. Here's your shopping list for the week. This is what you're going to use. These are the recipes and, and mine's just dinner. Like I didn't do lunch or breakfast because I don't go too crazy with those meals, but. With dinner, I like, like, I feel like I eat the same lunch and breakfast every day, but when it comes to dinner, I want something different. So it's nice to have the meal plan. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. So here's how I set up my meal plan. And it's kind of a combination. I've done several different things. So when my older two were little, I was so sick of making food that like not everyone liked. And so I wrote down like 30 meals that we will eat. And I cut them up into little squares and I would just throw them in a bag and I would like shuffle them. And we would eat like the same 30 meals <laughs> every month because I knew that they would eat it. And so I started going month by month and that has been so nice for me because I have realized if I need to sit down on like Monday and go, what do I want to eat this week? Nothing sounds good. And so oh, if, I totally agree. If I plan in advance and just like go through a cookbook or a blog or whatever, or even like pull from the cards and just have like, this is what like 30 days of meals or whatever, and lay it out on a little calendar, then comes Monday. And I don't even have to decide what sounds good. I already know I'm making, you know, like enchiladas on Monday, tacos on Tuesday, whatever, right? Like it's already planned out. So I just have to go back to where that recipe is. And I usually like will write down like what cookbook or what page or where to find it again. And so Mondays, either Sunday nights or Mondays, I just sit down and I have an Echo Dot. So she has my shopping list and I'll just like pull open the first mm -hmm. recipe and I'll just read out, like put on my shopping list, this, 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 and this. And then I'll do the next one, this, 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 and this. And it has been so good for me to not have to do, like decide what sounds good what do I want to make like one day I randomly just pull everything out and then those choices are made and I don't even have to think about it again and it has made dinner like meal planning so much easier for me because I just would put too much pressure on it I think what do I want right now and so well and then the nice thing about like when you have your week's worth of meat like food bought and ready if you end up not eating it, like if something happens and you're like, oh, well, we'll just like get something on the go or something like just something out of normal, like your routine's a little off, you still have that food for later. Yeah, so. to and it's already planned <laughs> and out. You're just organized. Yeah. Yeah. And like, that's just what happened. Like I, we just ate a meal tonight that I scheduled for last week, but it just like this weekend, I didn't realize that I was going down to town, like down to see my parents for Easter. So it was like, Oh, well, I'll just keep the chicken in the freezer and keep the vegetables or yeah, the vegetables in the freezer and we'll be good to go. That's so great. Time comes, so. Yeah. 
The other thing that I have done in the past, and I still kind of do sometimes, but I, I'll do like a theme for every day of the week. So when it's cold, I always do like a soup and bread on Mondays. And we always mm-hmm. know that we're having some kind of soup and some kind of bread on Mondays. And then on Fridays, usually no matter what, we make um, like calzones, like pizza calzones. Mm-hmm. And we do like pizza movie night on Fridays. And so I don't even have to meal plan as hard for those days. And then we'll usually have like pasta on a Wednesday because it's fast and we've got a bunch of like scouts and activities on Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of nice to when I'm sitting down and trying to figure out what we're doing, it's like, okay, well, day, what day is it? It's a Wednesday. Okay, what kind of pasta things do we like? Or what's my favorite soup that I haven't had in a long time? And that's been, it just like compartmentalizes and makes it easier to make those initial decisions. How do you get your kids to eat? Do you guys have picky eaters? My kids are so picky. My kids are so picky. And I don't have I any I don't ideas. even worry about it anymore. I just I feel like I will make what I want to eat and if they don't eat it, I don't care. They can eat toast and they pretty much always do. <laughs> do so you give them another option. If they do not want what you want, they can have I, I just usually make the meal and then I'll just put toast on the side of their meal or a tortilla or like a pita mm-hmm. bread. And like, so a carb of some sort, but like sometimes I'll fight them, but I just don't feel like it makes any difference. And my brother, he was a very picky eater growing up and I was talking to him. I'm like, so what helped you? Like, why do you eat more food now? And he's like, seriously, Tessie, it was just my friends in high school. Like, he's like, mom wouldn't have done anything to make me want to eat like it just I just needed the peer pressure to try new things oh interesting (laughs) I was like really so he's like so I wouldn't even fight him but my brother was so picky but and it was the same thing where I was like what you can just starve (laughs) yeah I have my first and my third are super picky like they for example tonight we sat down at dinner and they just kept their little plates completely clean and did not eat a single thing at dinner. Like they made that choice. And for a while when they were younger, I'd like offer, like always make sure there was something on the table that they liked, like fruits or breads or whatever. So yogurt, applesauce, right? Make sure that they were eating. And I've gotten to the point where I'm like, if you don't want to eat what we're eating, that's fine. Like just wait till breakfast because Because, I mean, they, like, my kids munch a lot, like, eat, like, my, they'll just, like, make sandwiches or eat fruit or whatever. We don't have a lot of snacks. Like, fruit is our snack. But, um, yeah, so they're not starving because they're not eating dinner. But I read an article recently, and I wish I could tell you what the article was, but she was talking about how you should turn, like, dinner time should be a time where you're all gathering together and just like good feelings. And so if you're fighting Mm -hmm. about making, like forcing your kids to eat, then it's not a welcoming, good feeling place. And so she's like, make it not be about the food, make it be about the company. And if they're not going to eat, they're not going to eat. You enjoy your food and you just like wash away the fact that they aren't eating that meal with you. And so I've been trying to do it. It's kind of hard because... (laughs) 
My husband, well, your feelings get hurt. I know. That's what like, I was working like, so hard. <laughs> we make and good food. So excited. <laughs> it's not weird. It's yummy, you know. So it's like, ugh. But yeah, and that's true. Probably true. What your brother said. Like, there's nothing a mom can do, and you can't force them. Like, even if you're forcing pudding, like the best food in the world, the fact that you're forcing it, they're gonna be like hating it, you know. And mm-hmm. so, um, yeah. I guess it is just one of those things where you just have to like be patient and let them figure it out on their own, which I hate. <laughs> I know. Darn independence. Darn it. <laughs> yeah. We have a three bite rule. So if there's anything new that I know like my girls haven't had before, they have to at least take three bites of it and they can be teeny tiny bites. However small and they'll do they it. Want like they'll to listen be. to you. <laughs> And they'll do it. They'll take the three bites. And if they absolutely don't like it or the texture's weird or whatever, they have the option to make their own um, peanut butter sandwich. So I'm sitting down and I'm eating, but if they're still hungry, they have to go make their own sandwich and that's their dinner, which sometimes they do and sometimes they don't. Yeah. So. We have started doing the no thank you bite. Elliot had a, you know, they have like their birthday wellness visits. And so he turned 11 and they went in and I was talking to the doctor about how picky he is. And she was like, well, he's doing a no thank you bite, right? And I'm like, you tell him, like, I'm not going to be the bully who's like, you have to do this. So she's like, Elliot, I need you to take a no thank you bite. And he's like, okay, fine. So he takes one bite of whatever I've made and then he can say no thank you if he doesn't like it. So every night he's like, no thank you. I'm like, okay, thanks for trying. (laughs) Mm-hmm. but yeah picky eaters man they're just little people well and then you always see those moms where their kids are like just eating everything and you're like what the heck like <laughs> what am I not getting <laughs> I know well and it really is just them and for my oldest I know it's a texture thing like he hates mashed potatoes like they're just not enough texture he likes crunchy and salty he, and so for him it's that for my my Third, he just – and here's the problem. I think if you have one picky eater, then it rubs off on the other ones because they start to see like, oh, that guy doesn't have to eat. Like, I don't have to eat. Mm-hmm. But then – so he just kind of just doesn't because his brother doesn't and he doesn't feel like he has to. But my mm-hmm. second used to be picky and then he realized that we praise if you eat. And he loves like he words of affirmation is his love language. And so he started trying new foods so that we'd be like, oh, great job, Malcolm. Oh, my gosh. How like we're so proud of you for doing that. And so now he is like a super awesome eater because he would try different foods to get the praise and then realized, oh, food's good. I like to eat, you know. And so mm-hmm. anyway, it's interesting. Mm hmm. So I know you guys don't do a ton of desserts, but how do you balance having sweet treats and then like trying to eat healthy at the same time? Uh, Well, so for lately for me, I've been making muffins because I'm just, I'm just trying to be really cheap with our eating. And I felt like snacks was like so expensive and my kids love like sweets and desserts and everything. But if you make muffins like out of bananas and like add 
cocoa powder and some chocolate chips, then they're like, sweet, this is a dessert. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and like put the oatmeal in. So I've been doing kind of sweets like that. But I don't know. We're not like big dessert people. Like if we do do a dessert, it's usually us going to the store, getting a big thing of ice cream. And then we like eat ice cream and watch a show or something. But because those are my two desserts is either muffins or ice cream. We've been doing a lot of banana bread and muffins around here too. And I, so I have been like doing spurts of like trying not to eat a lot of processed sugar. And so I'll go off, um, you know, like white and brown sugar and I'll allow myself, um, a little bit of honey or maple syrup, but I don't let myself do desserts made of maple syrup and honey so i can't like make cookies just with honey or whatever because there's so many like quote unquote like healthy like desserts because it's made with not white sugar and it's still just a bunch of sugar you know and so i just have decided like i'm not gonna do that but i realized i'm like i can't go to the store and buy muffins because those things are just packed full of sugar but if i make my own banana bread with a little bit of maple syrup it's not a dessert (laughs) and so it's like kind of my like little gateway like dessert treat (laughs) and so we've been doing a lot of that lately too i've done that what do you do substitutions to make it healthy well i've been trying to stay away from all sugar basically Mm -hmm. but my girls like banana bread and we always have a loaf in the freezer from i think it's on like a cycle i think i make it once every month (laughs) Um, but my girls have to earn dessert yeah, um, through you their did checklist. That. You said that. It's always something small if they own it, if they get it. Like, um, is that right now from they have chores? Easter candy? So I don't they, remember. They earn dessert from doing what? It's for everything. So they have to like brush their teeth in the morning. They have Just to their, do their like, homework responsibility things. Yeah. Okay. So it's basically they have to be a responsible member of the household. <laughs> kind of deal um but yeah the dessert is really small like tonight they had um a kinder egg which was something special that they got for easter so it's kind of nice to get the easter candy out of the house yes. but yes um i don't yeah i try not to eat a lot of sweets but kids are kids they like candy so i don't try to keep it yeah. from them because i don't want to make it like a big deal where they like go hoard it at someone else's house or something. Mm-hmm. But so Jenny, you say you're not doing a lot of sugar right now. Are you doing yeah. like any sweeteners? Um, I'm just mostly like processed sugar. I'm okay if there's like sugar in something. I'm not going to be like, oh, I'm sorry, I can't eat that because it's you know mm-hmm. crazy full of sugar. I'm try. I'm not trying to limit myself. I'm just trying to be more aware of what I'm eating. That's awesome. Yeah, man. Eating healthy, right? Like, (laughs) I feel kind of like, oh, I'm at that point. I don't diet, you know, but like. How many, like, do you guys do instant pots? Because I don't have one, but it seems like it's all the rage. Jenny, did you buy one? I did buy one. Do you use it? (laughs) Do you like it? I have a love-hate relationship with my Instant Pot. <laughs> Tell us. I love it, and it hates me. Oh, <laughs> really? What? 
Yeah, I I don't know. I bought it because I wanted to get rid of my slow cooker, mm-hmm. which I haven't used since I bought my Instant Pot, by the way. Um, but I just cannot get a lot of um, like meat recipes right. And I'm not sure if it's because something I'm doing or because I got um, the larger model. I got the eight quart model. So all of the recipes are mostly written for the six quart. So oh. something is getting messed up there. But like I can do, it's really nice to do pasta in because it's so big. And then um, hard boiled eggs are really nice and easy. Okay. Like you cook but your pasta in it or like the pasta and sauce? Both. Like all at the same time? Yeah. Oh, I haven't done that. It's amazing. No, my crock pot broke, but I bought just another crock pot because I was so intimidated by the instant pot. Like I was like, I don't know. I don't want to buy it. And then I missed my crock pot. (laughs) So I don't eat meat. And so a lot of the like instant pot craze, I feel like has been like, you can throw all of your meat and ingredients in and make like a one pot meal super fast like throw your frozen meat in and it'll still cook super fast but I Mm -hmm. was really interested because since I don't eat meat I do a lot of beans and I was going through like so many cans of beans and so I was like I wonder if it would make cooking beans easier and it so I do I use mine all the time but I'm usually just doing it for like parts parts of ingredients. So I do like mashed potatoes. I use it for a rice cooker. I'll like all my Mondays when I do soups, I'll like saute all the ingredients and then throw them in like it is a slow cooker. And it'll like combine all the ingredients better. And you know how soup tastes better the next day. I feel like mm-hmm, by yeah. throwing it in the instant pot, it kind of get makes them, you know, mesh yeah. better. And so I use it Every single day, but I don't use it the same as other people, I feel like. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't think it. I do either. One thing I use it a lot for is the saute function because I don't want to turn on my stove. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so There's a saute just, function. Yeah, you can yeah, saute. So, yeah, I'll kind of use it more of like a hot plate. That's <laughs> so funny. Oh. <laughs> I love that. Um, yeah, I don't blame you. That's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I do make the yogurt. I'm regretting it. And I do like that. My kids like the yogurt. You can Mm -hmm. make with it. No, yeah. So that's a good question. So, what other um, kitchen gadgets do you have that help you that make dinner easier? Do you have other things in your kitchens that you use like all the time? Or what's your favorite? I definitely use my crock pot and my kitchen aid. I think those are my kitchen aid. Yeah. So we got a pasta press attachment to our KitchenAid mm-hmm. and we make our own pasta and that is so fun. It's I not it's really good. It's too. not one of those like weekly things we do, but because we used to have a little hand crank one and we loved making it. And so we like splurged for an anniversary one year and we got and it's just so fun when we actually pull it out and use it. It's definitely mm. a splurge. Yeah. Our KitchenAid gets a lot of mileage. We have a really nice blender that we use a lot too. We've got a Vitamix. Mm-hmm. I think those are my three that I use the most is like the mixer, the blender, and then the Instant Pot. 
Mm-hmm. We have a toaster oven that yeah. gets used, but it's yeah, not we use our toaster oven. Not a regular occurrence. We our toaster it like we our our toaster broke and so I just went to DI when we were in Arizona and like bought like a cheapy toaster and we've had it for years and it like got dropped and like one of the sides came off and we kept using it <laughs> and like the dial doesn't work anymore you have to toast it twice no matter what because like there's no hot <laughs> and so finally we were like okay this is trash let's throw it away and so we got rid of it but we never bought a new one and so I've been making toast with my broiler like just in the oven and you guys like <laughs> I don't need a toaster. <laughs> I could just use mm-hmm. my oven. <laughs> the broiler. I never even thought about that. Yeah. I just do like yeah, one side for like a minute and then I flip it and do the other mm-hmm. side. But I can do like everybody's toast at the same time, which is nice too. If you're doing like yeah, eggs and toast yeah. or whatever. Because it used to be like someone had to man the toaster. And so now I just do it all at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and they so make those you extra large like- toasters. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> I need one. <laughs> she just needs her oven. I just do need you it. guys make homemade bread? Is that like that's another question? Like I love the idea of making homemade bread, but I am horrible at it. Like I am, I do not make very fluffy bread. So are you guys bread makers? I am. I like making bread. I just made an artisan bread, so Ooh. it didn't have a lot of kneading, and it rose for. I think I let it rice for 20 hours and oh, then threw it into it wow. like a Dutch oven and then it just cooked and it was amazing so far that's been my favorite like bread recipe to me uh, I want to try otherwise, this recipe I'm not great <laughs> okay so I have a sourdough start from my sister-in-law oh. but it's not it's not what you think of as sourdough normally it's like it's like a sourdough sandwich bread start. And so it just tastes like sandwich bread, but it is in mm-hmm. start form. And she got it from her mom and her mom got it from a friend when she was teeny tiny. And they have no idea how long like it's been around because you know how you like you mm-hmm. feed it, let it double and then you put like half of it back and then you bake with half of it. And so mm-hmm. it's been like all over her. Dad was in the military. And so. It, like, has been to Germany, and it's been all over. So it's kind of fun to have this, like, thing that is older than I am in my fridge. <laughs> but, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I make it, well, so I can double it. And so usually I have where I have two starts in my fridge, and I just do one a week. Because you're supposed to feed them every two weeks. And so I'll just make bread every single week and... Then, like, we have bread in the freezer all the time. And it is so much simpler than, like, starting from scratch and trying to make sandwich bread or, like, good fluffy bread. Mm -hmm. But it turns out so good. I love it. So I'll give you some sometime. Next time I see you, I'll have, like, some, like, (laughs) random sourdough start for you. But I actually, since we're talking about starts, I'm kind of this weird start lady right now. My friend, I was telling her that I make my own bread from a sourdough start. And she was like, oh, like a pancake start. And I'm like, hold on, what now? Her mother has a pancake start. And so I got this start from her mom. And once a week, I'll just like you feed it the night before. And 
then the next morning you like make pancakes with it and what it, do they taste like are they bitter well, that's or the something? thing they're not bitter but it tastes like it tastes like you took more time to let the ingredients like they t- taste like i don't know how to explain it, like deeper than normal just like pancakes that you whip up so they're if they're not oh. sour but they taste like heartier maybe but anyway it's been super fun to just have this start and it has there's rumors like her uncle who's like the start guy he believes that it came with the pioneers across the plains Ooh, and that cool. that they would like add water when they needed it thick and then make pancakes and then they'd mix it with the flour till it kind of became like more thick and they'd keep it in the flour barrel and then just like go to the next spot and then add water and I'm like skeptical but I love the story and so we call them pioneer pancakes and we eat them once a week and they've just been so fun (laughs) so that is fun anyway that's kind of my weird like I'm a weird start person now (laughs) (laughs) You have your yeast mixes. Yeah. Well, but I mean, I like knowing what goes into my bread. Because if you read Mm -hmm. the list on like a loaf of bread of ingredients, it should be like what? Water, flour, maybe milk, yeast, you know, sugar, salt. There shouldn't be too many things. But sometimes those lists go on and on and on. And so I'm the kind of person I like to know exactly. I will make it from scratch just to know what's in it. And so I like making my own bread. I kind of like feel pride in the fact that I do it. Plus, since it's a star and it has the like yeasty bacteria stuff, it's good for your gut. And so I'm like, mm-hmm. yay, I'm a weird start lady. I need a T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I do make my own bread. But Tassie, you bake a lot like pies I am a very good I know pie you maker. do pies I <laughs> I don't feel like I am I bake everything amazing but when it comes to pies I'm pretty good and at cupcakes it. <laughs> you got some good cupcake <laughs> secrets out there too I, I, like. I do have a good cupcake I it's the frosting and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I make okay. You got it. You, so that's what when I'm it saying. Comes to sweets, but when it comes to but the thing is, like Benjamin's not a big bread guy, or like I don't know, he doesn't like sweet breads. But if I was to make bread, I'd want to make cinnamon rolls or make like mm. I don't know sweet breads. Where he doesn't like sweet breads, so it's like ah. Uh-huh. Well, I haven't got my practice in. Yeah, I do. <laughs> We like bread's my favorite food, I think. <laughs> I could eat bread all the mm-hmm. time. But I make four loaves every week or every other, depending on how I'm doing it. But I make four at a time. And the first loaf is gone the day it comes out of the oven because it is so good, just like warm homemade bread, you mm-hmm. know? <laughs> so I'm like, mm-hmm. we can only really calculate for three of these to go into sandwiches <laughs> because mm-hmm. the other one we just eat mm-hmm. immediately. But yeah, cool. So here's the last question. And this comes. So my husband, Stephen, teaches um, beginning writing classes at a university. That's like his job. So one of the papers he has his students write is if you like what food represent what one food represents you and why. 
and they have to go and they have to do a bunch of research and kind of tell the history of that and then like why it relates to them. So I want to know what food <laughs> do you like? Oh boy. Do you kind of, what's the word I'm trying to think? Like relate to, like feel like connected to? Uh-huh. Oh, this is hard. <laughs> well, I'll uh... go first. I'll go first because I've thought about it for a while. So for me, it's pumpkin pie. And here's why. Because, well, first off, I love pumpkins. Not eating pumpkins, but, like, the way they look and the colors and just fall. (laughs) I, like, pumpkins, if I were a plant, I'd be a pumpkin plant. I just love them. I couldn't even tell you why. So when I was a kid, we didn't do a lot of cooking at home. And um, a lot of stuff was just, like, microwave burritos or make sandwiches or you know, kind of processed pre-made things. So, um, we, I didn't do a lot of cooking. I didn't know how to cook. I actually like side note tangent went to college and got a minor's degree in culinary arts. Cause I had no idea how to cook. And, um, like the first day they were like, Hey, go make this recipe. And I just like stood there. Like, I don't even know what I'm supposed to do. And everyone else is like, okay, well ingredients, like <laughs> anyway, so I just did not know how to cook. And when I was after high school, I took a year and I nannied before I went to college and I was in this ward and there was a service auction and I won um, a pumpkin pie from someone, but it was a pumpkin pie made from scratch. And this guy had like explained to me how he made a pumpkin, like turn a pumpkin into a pumpkin pie. And I... Seriously, guys, had no idea that pumpkin pies were made from actual pumpkins. And so, (laughs) no, like, that's the saddest thing ever, right? They come from the can. Like, it's the goop. That's not pumpkin pumpkin. (laughs) So sad. Anyway, so, so I made it my goal, like, my life's mission at that point to learn how to make pumpkin pie from scratch from an actual pumpkin. And then I did. And I ended up like, that's why I ended up in culinary, like that little culinary program. And every Thanksgiving, I buy extra pies in October so that I can make real pumpkin pies from scratch. So that's my food (laughs) that I relate to the most. I feel like I'm like uh, Mm -hmm. an extraordinary chocolate chip cookie. Like one of those ones where it's like, they just do a little extra oomph, like a little... The, like, like a little perfect. bit of sea salt and some caramel dripplings on top or mm-hmm. something. Or orange like, zest. Like, mm-hmm. Or orange Jenny. zest. Mm-hmm. Like just something with a little <laughs> bit of like, like it's like, oh, she's a regular girl with just a little bit more obnoxious inside her. <laughs> <laughs> like there's a Rolo inside or something. Uh, yeah. Something, a surprise. I don't know if I'm too much But the thing about that too, but... Tassie, though, is like. Chocolate chip cookies are so many people's favorites. Even though they're like the basic, simple cookie, they're so good. And everyone loves them. It's a basic. I love it. I think I'm just a a basic in people's life. Like everyone needs a little bit of time. Amen. I don't know. Everybody needs a little time. I don't know. (laughs) I'm totally making this up. I love it. I love it. Jenny, have you thought of something? Yeah, I have. So I would probably be a BLT with 
avocado on sourdough toast. What? Oh, that's so Jenny. That's, that's amazing. so Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> I'd eat you up, Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> because there are so many different layers, but there is just something for everyone. And there's something <laughs> salty and there's something sweet. Oh, <laughs> I love it. All it all works together. I think we all really picked our perfect thing. (laughs) (laughs) That's so fun. Well, hopefully we can just like get to the point where as we are planning and meal prepping that we can get to the point where we're always getting those highs and we're nailing it instead of feeling like, dang it, I forgot to make dinner (laughs) for two weeks in a row. Sorry, humans. So I feel like my kids like it better if I forget. <laughs> like, sweet, thanks, wow. <laughs> so Tassie, here's cereal. my question. So if you forget to make dinner, like you forget to plan, and your kitchen's almost bare, like what is the thing that you will pull out and be oh, like, this it's is dinner? popcorn or cereal. That's oh, that's it. Popcorn or cereal. Popcorn or cereal. What about you, Jenny? Or we go to McDonald's. Ah, drive through. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we'd probably end up doing waffles. Oh, see? You always yeah. have stuff pancakes, for waffles, Yeah, pancakes. Yeah. That's the yeah, thing. That's like, if Steven goes out of town and I'm supposed to make dinner for everyone and I'm like, bleh, I don't want to. Pancakes. <laughs> Come and, and the kids are like, sweet. <laughs> I know. Can I have this every meal? Yeah. yeah. Kids are so easy if you let them just be easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the pressure of like, eat my food. That so, makes it hard. <laughs> here's an interesting thing about me. You guys probably don't know. Mm. I have one, two, three, four waffle makers at my house. Jenny! <laughs> Do you make a lot of waffles, my friend? <laughs> are they like different shapes or something? <laughs> they are different shapes. So I have um, a mini Belgian waffles that makes two belgian waffles at one time and then a waffle iron that has circus characters so it does a clown an elephant and a lion oh my goodness and i have it is cool i have one that is mickey mouse's face (laughs) and then i have did i oh i got rid of that one i had one that was just a square one and i got rid of it recently boring square waffles you're such a apparently yeah i know all these (laughs) layers that's the avocado we didn't know about you guys that's true it's true well something extra you don't know okay i have to ask you then do you put stuff in your waffles or do you just do plain waffles oh i usually mix it up Sometimes they're plain with stuff on top. Like we get really extravagant with strawberries and whipped cream and whatever. Or like we'll do pumpkin pancakes, which my girls love. Oh, yeah. Or something like that. So my dad makes waffles. When we were growing up, every time we had the missionaries over for dinner, he would make waffles. But he would like pour the waffle batter and then sprinkle in the stuff. And he had Mm -hmm. like cheese and corn and bacon and ham and chocolate chips Mm -hmm. and nuts and so you'd order like what you wanted in what combination in your waffle you wanted and we just had waffles so much growing up that they went out my parents went out the kind of waffle iron my dad would use he had like three so he'd make a ton at the same time 
And he, um, they like found out they weren't making the waffle, waffle irons anymore. So my parents went out and they bought one for each child. And as we got married, <laughs> they gifted us like our waffle iron, just like dad's. So I like, oh, I feel that Jenny, like that waffle connection. I knew I liked you for some <laughs> reason. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so that's fun. Great. Awesome. All right, ladies. Well, that has been a very beneficial, I feel like, conversation about food. And just like, I think what I learned from this conversation is we just have to be more flexible and like chill out a little bit with ourselves. (laughs) It's okay to have waffles and popcorn. Our kids love it. It's not a huge deal. And if we plan ahead, cool. You'll awesome. be so much happier. You'll be so much happier. <laughs> and then turning meal times like away from fighting your kids to eat, but just like just chilling. Make it a good quality time. time. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. they can look back and be like, oh, I remember we used to eat dinner together every night. Instead of being like, I remember my parents would force me to eat and I hated it and I'd go to my room mad, you know. All good things. Yeah. Well, ladies, this has been good. You guys are awesome. I love to know what your little food choices of who you think you are thanks for letting me ask silly questions you guys really are my real life mom friends i'll talk to you later hey bye Bye. friends (laughs) friends thank you so much for joining us today i hope that your dinner times and meal times can turn back to the family and we could just lower that pressure it's okay to eat popcorn for dinner sometimes you guys it really is It's also okay to meal plan a month in advance and just follow along and go shopping once a week. If you are nailing it, let us know. We would love to see your pictures. We'd love to hear your comments. You can find us on Instagram at Real Life Mom Friends. You can also leave us comments and reviews on any podcast format that you are listening to us on. We would love some of those stars, some of those thumbs up, some of those, hey, we're here. We want to connect. We want to be your friends. We want to know where you are and what you think. So be part of this conversation with us. My name is Natasha Hopkins, and I have been chatting with Tassie Bryce and Jenny Esslingers, my real-life mom friends. And hopefully they're starting to turn into your real-life mom friends too because they are some amazing people. Today's episode was produced by Stephen Hopkins and I hope that you all just have an amazing awesome week nailing those dinners but remember cereal and popcorn and pancakes are totally fine too bye guys